blessing. One woman, Lydia, was from Thyatira and a dealer in expensive textiles, known to be a God-fearing woman. As she listened with intensity to what was being said, the master gave her a trusting heart, and she believed. I want to talk for a few minutes about the power of open hearts, the power of open hearts. Luke, the writer of the Acts of the Apostles, shares with us in the opening verses of this writing that at least one purpose of the church is to fulfill all that Jesus began to do and to teach. What Jesus did in his earthly ministry, he still desires to do today, to seek and to save those who are lost. And he desires to do that through his church. But for that to happen, we must have hearts that are open to his leading and receptive to his message. Without question, there is spiritual power available to us when we show that we have open hearts. When there is a spiritual union between hearts open to his leading and receptive to his message, then his purpose can be fulfilled. In this text today, we're given a good example of the work of Christ through his Holy Spirit, leading and guiding the church, specifically Paul, in ministry. Moreover, we see the positive end that results from a heart that is receptive to divine instruction, specifically in Lydia. When Paul embarked on his second recorded missionary journey, he did so with the intention of revisiting the churches he and Barnabas had organized on their first mission. But as he was headed to Asia, the Holy Spirit redirected him. When he reached Troas, 
Pentecost, the Spirit called him in an entirely different direction, called him to a different continent. He saw a man in Macedonia pleading for him to bring the gospel there and help them. And without hesitation, Paul changed his course and headed to Macedonia. Now, this is the first point that we want to make about open hearts. To be useful to God, we must be willing to be directed by him, even if it means changing our agenda. If you've done any study of Paul's life, then you'll know that Paul was headstrong. In fact, he and Barnabas had parted company because neither was willing to concede to the other. But to Paul's credit, he understood that there's a difference between disagreeing with people and disagreeing with God. He knew that the Holy Spirit was leading him in a different direction and he was willing to alter his course in obedience to the Holy Spirit. Church, when Christ speaks to us, he's not looking for a debate. He's not interested in a cross-examination. Christ's desire is that we exhibit hearts that are open to his leading. And as he leads us, his expectation is that we will respond with a simple yes. Paul had intended to retrace his steps from the first journey, but the Spirit wanted him to go in new places. And so he closed the door to Asia in order to open a new door in Europe. And it reminds us that sometimes God closes one door in order to open another. It's always strange when God does that because we want to believe that what we want is what God wants for us but we can't always know the heart of God. He doesn't always share his thinking with us. He's told us through Isaiah that my thoughts are not your thoughts and my ways are not your ways. Asia needed the gospel, but it wasn't in God's timing. God had something else for Paul to do. And we who are disciples of Jesus must always be open to the leading of the Holy Spirit. And if the Holy Spirit closes one door, you can rest assured he's going to open another. And when he opens the door, 
we must be ready to move as he directs. Once Paul knew the will of God, he immediately obeyed God. Luke says that the next day they set out from Troas to Macedonia, and they served there for many days. To his credit, Paul's heart was open to God's leading. He understood that if Jesus gives us an assignment, then there's someone waiting on the other end for us to do what the Spirit tells us to do. Well, in this case, the person on the other end was a woman named Lydia. Lydia was a businesswoman. She was a dealer in purple cloth from the city of Thyatira. Thyatira was the home base of the purple dye industry. The dye came from a particular shellfish that was indigenous to the waters off the Thyatira coast. And because of the dye, Lydia was a very successful businesswoman. The home where she was living in Philippi was large enough to entertain Paul and all of his associates. But more than being defined by what she did, Lydia is remembered today in the annals of biblical history because of what she sought after. Luke says that she was a worshiper of the Lord. Church, when we have open hearts, we will want to be worshipers of the Lord. All of us should desire to be better known by what we seek after than by what we do. What we do has its place, but what we do can't be the totality of who we are. If all we are is summed up in what we do, then our lives fail to fulfill their potential. If all we are is where we go to work in the morning, then life is not meeting God's expectation for us. When Jesus called his disciples, he called them out of what they were doing in order for them to discover who they were in him. You see, in him, Peter, James, John, and Andrew stopped fishing for fish and became fishers of men. In him, Matthew stopped collecting taxes and started converting souls. In him, we find our real fulfillment. For in him, we live and move and have our being. Luke 
describes Lydia as a worshiper of God. More than that, he says that Paul met her with a group of other believing women on the Sabbath at a place of prayer. There was no synagogue in the city, no formal house of Jewish worship. But the lack of a formal house of worship didn't keep Lydia and these women from finding a place where they could come together and worship the Lord. Church, worshipers with open hearts come to the place of worship. Christ's invitation to us is that we will come together to worship him. Come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. Come, let's reason together. Though our sins are like scar, he will wash them white as snow. Open-hearted worshipers of Jesus make it their business to regularly be at the place of prayer with other believers. Now, somebody's going to say, I can be in a place of prayer on my own. I can be in a place of prayer in my house. And you would be correct, but I want you to read the passage again. It doesn't say only that Lydia was in a place of prayer, but it says that she was with other believing women who had gathered together. And that tells us that there's something important, there's something meaningful that takes place in the heart of believers when we gather together in his name. And by the same token, when we're absent from the place of gathering, we miss out on what the Lord has in store for us. When we're absent from the worship place, we are estranged from the rest of the body. Lydia was a proselytized Jew. She had come to believe in the one true God. Even though she was a successful businesswoman, she was committed to learning more about God and his plan for her life. And so she made herself available to being in the right place at the right time, surrounded by the right people. And as it turned out, the Spirit was preparing her heart to receive what God had for her. Church, God has a way of bringing folk together. God prepares the hearts of those 
who will hear his message. And he prepares the hearts of those who will bring his message. And he determines when the two cross paths. And when they come together on God's schedule, something powerful is bound to happen. Paul had to have a heart that was open to the Holy Spirit to even be usable in this situation. You see, Paul was a Pharisee by training. And Pharisees typically didn't bother too much with women on spiritual matters. Pharisees had a daily prayer that said, God, I thank you that I'm not a Gentile. I thank you that I'm not a slave. And I thank you that I'm not a woman. But now, Luke records that on the Sabbath day, we went outside the gate to the riverside. On the Sabbath day, we were open to the leading of the Lord. And the Lord led us to a place of prayer. On the Sabbath day, the Lord led us to a group of women. And the Lord told us to share the gospel with them. And now a converted Pharisee preached the good news of Jesus to a proselytized female Jew. I'm trying to get you to see something. When God brings folk together and when they have open hearts, wonderful things can happen. The wonderful thing about an open heart is that it will listen to Christ's voice. Paul's open heart enabled him to shift his direction and go where Jesus led him. And Lydia's open heart made her a searching worshiper. And God brought the two together. And when they came together, Lydia hung on every word that Paul preached. Jesus opened her heart and she was listening. The literal translation says that she kept sustained attention. She focused on every word. She sat on the edge of her seat. She clung to the inspired word of the preacher. Jesus had prepared Paul to preach and he had prepared Lydia to hear. And because she kept her heart in a spiritual posture to hear the preached word of God, she wasn't just in the right place at the right time with the right people, but she received the right message. 
Church, I'm trying to show you something today. We need open hearts. We need willing hearts. If we're going to see change take place in our lives, you've got to be more than just in the right place. And you've got to be more than just with the right people. But you've got to have the right heart. And when your heart is right, God will make a change in your lives. When your heart is right, God will open doors for you that men have closed against you. When your heart is right, then you can look past your enemies and you can see God making a way for you in spite of your enemies. I hear David say that because my heart is right, I know that God prepares a table for me right in the presence of my enemies. Because my heart is right, I see God anointing my head with oil. Because my heart is right, I see God causing my cup to run over. Well, the same thing is true for us. If we have open hearts, if we have receptive hearts, God will make a change in our lives. No change will come in our strength, but change will come in the Lord's strength. And so our declaration must be, Lord, I want you to guide me while I run this race. Lord, I want you to lead me every step of the way. Lord, I want you to be a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. And I'm leaning and depending on you to guide me every step of the way. And I declare that if you keep your heart open and if you keep on listening, God will make a change in your life. There's power in the word of God. There's a way being made in the word of God. There's peace that prevails over confusion in the word of God. There's hope that wins out over despair in the word of God. But you must have a right heart. You must have a fixed mind. You must say, Lord, I want you to be my constant companion. And if you trust him, if you lean on him, if you depend on him, 
He's able, 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 able. Yeah, he's able to make everything all right. Open hearts, open to his lead, open to his guide, open to hearing his word. Change will come if we keep our hearts and our minds open to the leading of the Holy Spirit. Choir's gonna sing a hymn. Deacons are coming across. Shiloh Baptist Church Early Learning Academy is a state-of-the-art child care facility dedicated to the enhancement of your child's future. Our newly installed live web cameras allow parents to participate in their child's daily learning experience. We accept children six weeks of age through the first grade. Start your child on the right path at Shiloh Baptist Church Early Learning Academy located at 185 Eddie Robinson Senior Drive. You can reach us at 225 343 It's a new year. Are you looking for a church home for 2018? A church that will be welcoming to you and to your family, to your children? A church that is interested in meeting the needs of people? I'm Fred Jeff Smith, pastor of Shiloh Missionary Baptist Church, and I'm inviting you to come and share with us. Come check us out. You'll be glad that you did.